Food is about people and places and moments in time. This is a Chef Demoni Snapshot with your host, Graham McLennan. There is a sandwich, a peppered ahi tuna sandwich, ahi au poivre, the menu says, and it comes with sea asparagus on this bun that is soft, 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 and just a tiny bit sweet and holy moly, this is a good sandwich. But I will come to that sandwich. It was a mainstay, as in I had it three times in a week on Kauai, the garden island, the oldest, greenest, and then extremely beautiful island in Hawaii. Oh, if you're new here, I'm Graham, and Chef Timoni is my podcast about food. The culinary industry is really important to me. I used to work in it professionally, and now that I'm back to being a full-time lawyer, I produce this show to stay connected to all of the chefs and the cooks and psalms and servers I miss so much, I miss working with so much. Now, before we get to that sandwich and a few other dishes, I've said over and over on this show that food and restaurants and the whole culinary scene really is about bringing people together. And I can tell you absolutely that was my experience on this trip to Kauai. We got home from that trip a week ago, so I've had a few days here in the rain of the Sunshine Coast of British Columbia to process my thoughts. I spent a week on Kauai with my wife, B, and we met up with some amazing friends on this trip, all of whom enhanced the culinary joys that we found there. We traveled with our friend Stu and his buddy of many decades, Eric, recently bought a house on Kauai, and another Canadian friend, Mish, who lives on the Big Island, flew over and joined us all for a couple of days. B and I shared great meals with them all, and as always, it's the human connection that stands out to me from these experiences. But that said, there was some fantastic food too, so let's not overlook that. If you're hearing some scrabbling or scratching sounds in the background of this episode, that is our new kitten, Coco Bella. She is awesome, but Coco Bella is also very busy. Anyway, uh, back to Kauai. We arrived in the airport in Lahui late, like really late. WestJet had some real trouble getting that flight moving out of YVR. And so we landed well after midnight. We figured out the rental car, and then we made it to the house in nearby Kapa, Kapa'a, as always, with pronunciation, I am doing my best. Anyway, I'm going to say Kapa. That's where we were staying. And this trip, incidentally, was a home exchange that we did. Really fun, really convenient, and big thanks to Carolyn and her daughters, who were our exchange partners. And they set us up with a great list of local spots to eat on Kauai, and even with one complete meal, and I will come to that in a minute. Now, Carolyn, for her part, wanted her daughters to see snow, and holy moly, did they pick the right week to be in Gibson's because we got a ton of snow while they were here. They sent us some videos and pictures of it, which we were able to enjoy uh, while we were strolling the beach on Kauai. Our very first meal on this trip was late morning after our arrival, possibly early afternoon, and we found some food trucks along the oceanfront bike path in Kapa, which I absolutely recommend. Great place to walk along. We went to Al Pastor Tacos. It was excellent, I'm going to say. I had the mahi-mahi tacos. They were simple. They were delicious. They were really tasty. 
Uh, what really stands out in my mind, though, is the service. Just a super friendly person uh, serving us there. She made us feel really welcome, and it set the tone for a fantastic visit to the island. We found friendly people everywhere. So thanks to El Pastor Tacos for that delicious and really friendly introduction to your island. While we were there, uh, there were a number of other food trucks around, and one of them was selling fresh mango. And wow, the fruit on this island, not surprisingly, of course, was absolutely delicious. Later that day, we went for the first time to the Fish Market Deli. Also in Kapa, thank you to Eric for treating us to this dinner. I had that ahi au poivre sandwich for the first time. Okay, guys, calm down. A bit of a cat fight there. Uh, Coco Bello versus whiskey. Anyway, I had that ahi au poivre sandwich for the first time, so let's break it down a little bit. The tuna, obviously, super duper fresh. It is well-coated in consistently ground pepper and just enough of it. And then it's pan-fried to a nice crispness on the outside, but leaving that tuna red and raw in the middle. So good. And that bun, I mentioned it right at the beginning, made by Passion Bakery, we are told. And as I say, it is soft and a tiny hint of sweet and also toasted or, or grilled, I assumed, just a little bit to give it some crunch and some structure. Uh, the sandwich had some sliced sweet onion on top of the tuna before the top layer of the bun, a little aioli, of course. I think the menu said it was a black garlic, black garlic aioli. That was lost on me in the mix of the other flavors, uh, particularly the sea asparagus, which sat under the tuna, and that provided a beautiful, salty, briny, crunchy bite under that tuna. The whole thing comes skewered with a wedge of lemon on top, in case you'd like to give that a squeeze. It really was a standout sandwich. Pricing, it is listed on the menu as market price, which can be good in that it should indicate that the restaurant needs to look at the price of fish that day, so fish should be super fresh, which it was in this case, absolutely all three times that I had this sandwich. But market price can also be not so good in that MP on the menu, uh, in my experience, usually can mean pretty expensive. I think this sandwich was 28 bucks, and that is not an inexpensive sandwich, obviously, especially for currency-challenged Canadians. And considering that fries were an add-on on the menu, but I do not begrudge Fish Market Deli the price at all. The, the, the sandwich was excellent. I think it was well worth that price. Others on that first visit to Fish Bar Deli, some had the grass-fed double burgers, also really outstanding. B had the fried chicken sandwich. It was very good, not quite as good as the other orders, I didn't think. And those fries, the fries are actually really Really good. Too good. Dangerously good. We kept ordering them. Kept eating them. <laughs> All right. Next day, we made it to Tiki Tacos, also in Kapa. This is interesting. It's in a strip mall location. Oh, there are feral chickens everywhere on Kauai, which if you've ever been there, you will know. If you haven't, I had not. I didn't know this until shortly before we went when some friends told us all about these chickens, and they are indeed all over. So we ordered tacos from Tiki Tacos. We were there before it opened, actually, and then we were first in line when it opened. I had a surf and turf, so beef and uh, shrimp that was excellent. I had one that was described as Hawaiian pork, also delicious. We sat outside and ate those. We saw some chickens pecking around at our feet. We could look over, and in the corner of the strip mall, 
we could see JO2 restaurant, and I will have more on that later. So that was a really good stop as well, filled us up for a busy day on Kauai. The next dinner that stands out, and this is thanks to Stu, who picked up the what was no doubt um, a fairly hefty tab. This was our fancy dinner on the beach, and this was at Hualani's at Timbers Resort, a little south of where we were staying in Kapaa. And really quite fancy. We sat on a table inside, but it had open pocket walls to the to the outdoor patio and the beach beyond. It was a gorgeous setting. Uh, the appetizers there stand out to me. We had these exo dumplings that were delicious. We had a lobster tail tempura that was sliced up and shared among all five of us at the table. That was outstanding. Uh, there was some ciabatta to start as well, which was perfectly fine, but didn't stand out to me as much as the dumplings and the lobster tempura. For mains, I chose the mahi-mahi. I guess I was inspired by Al Pastor tacos and how good those mahi-mahi tacos had been. Here, it was done with gochujang and avocado, so some Korean flavor in there. It was a really, really excellent dish. B ordered the mac and cheese that came with king crab. Eh, it was okay, I thought. Uh, certainly not anywhere near as good as the mahi-mahi. Eric had the lamb chops, which we are told were excellent. Stu and Mish, I can't remember your mains. I think there was another order of lamb chops out there somewhere. But um, anyway, there it was. Mahi-mahi and the lamb chops were the standout on the entree side at Hualani's. The next day, we were further north, quite a bit further north in Kilauea. We had done some hikes and walks and beach time, and I'm just skipping over all of that because this is a podcast about food. So on one of these outings, we stopped at the Kilauea Fish Market. And so it is, I think, a fish shop on one side, but we were just in the restaurant side. Uh, on the other side, really small takeaway counter and outdoor seating, uh, but really cute. Uh, poke, of course, and we ordered poke here, which was really, really good. The poke all over Kauai is good, again, not surprisingly. Uh, so that was delicious, but what stands out to me from this order of poke particularly, and not to undersell the poke, it was fantastic in and of itself, but the sides here, the sides were really great. There was a kimchi cucumber side, so I ordered that. Really lightly cured, I would say, but kimchi flavor with fresh, fresh cucumber. Delicious. And then there were shoyu pickled jalapenos, and these were outstanding. They were both screamingly hot, and they were screamingly salty, but somehow, you wouldn't think it, but somehow they worked really well with the quite delicate fresh fish of the poke. So I would recommend that place. Absolutely. Kilauea Fish Market. Across the kind of parking lot, this was in a big shopping-ish center, we went to Trilogy Coffee. It was really good. We had a few drinks uh, among us. I ordered an iced Americano because it was hot, obviously. And I had already had my hot coffee earlier in the day. So, of course, they had a hot shot of espresso they poured that shot of hot espresso over, of course, a glass of ice with ice water in it. And it was uh, a beautiful thing to watch, actually, the hot shot of espresso filtering its way through this ice water. And I took my first sip magically. You could completely taste that beautiful espresso. And it was delightfully refreshing as well. So well done, Trilogy Coffee. Later that day, we were back in Kapaa. We were back in that strip mall where we had been to Tiki Tacos earlier. 
And this time we went to JO2, a more uh, upscale, I suppose, sit-down sort of restaurant that we had had recommended to us from a number of sources, and it really was fantastic. Standouts from the Appies here were the Hokkaido scallop ravioli, and there was a Korean pork belly bolognese. Both of those were fantastic. I, again, had mahi-mahi with fresh, and these were actually really fresh, very well-prepared vegetables, done simply, but they went beautifully with the fish. Two at the table, Eric and B had the beef cheek, which was incredibly unctuously delicious, fantastic. And I think Stu had a seafood combo. He did. He had the ahi tuna and Hokkaido scallop combination. Also came with vegetables. Also delicious. Props here, especially to our server, Nicole, who did both excellent work and was endlessly patient with our group. So thank you, Nicole. We did one main meal at home, at Carolyn's home, and this was because she set us up with a meal kit from Nourish Kauai, which, as I understand it, is a non-profit that works on Kauai. And we had a tomka soup that was absolutely delicious. And it featured a bunch of ingredients from local growers and producers. So there was a packet of a small plastic container of tomka flavoring, freshly minced up ginger uh, spices that was formed the base of the soup. There was shrimp from the Kauai shrimp people, uh, lemongrass from Kauai Glory Farm, carrots from Lynn's Farm, lots of other veggies, including some really beautiful eggplant. And the producers listed for the veggies were, again, Lynn's, Hua Farm, and Kauai Glory. So we just put that together and had a meal at home one night. And that was really, really fantastic. We had picked up a loaf of bread from Fish Market Deli. They brought it in from someone else. I don't know if that was Passion Bakery. Uh, whoever made it, fantastic bread just a crusty italian loaf of bread that went really well with the soup speaking of passion bakery shout out to them they are the ones who make the buns for that ahi au poivre sandwich we went to passion bakery itself to pick up a few snacks for one lunch and they had malasada which are these delicious little fried pockets of dough with amazing filling so we got the pog which was recommended to us by the fellow at Passion Bakery. And POG stands for passion fruit, orange, and guava. Really, really tasty. Basically a Hawaiian donut with some beautiful fruit flavors in it. We also had some passion fruit, passion fruit, from Eric's yard that was fantastic. The way the fruit grows there. Eric has fruit trees on his property. His neighbor is growing grapefruit. There were some massive avocados around, or one pit, actually, that that indicated that when they're growing it, again, there will be massive avocados around. These cats are going crazy, so apologies for that. They're burning off some energy. Closing thoughts on Kauai. The food scene was really, really great. I'm delighted that there are so many good food trucks there. I'm delighted that Fish Market Deli is there with that ahi poivre sandwich. There are finer dining options. We explored a few of them. But I think the most joy really came from sharing these meals with our friends, both food truck and higher end. It was it was just a fantastic time. And I will say that the feral chickens generally add to the scene. We were doing happy hour one day toward the north of the island. And this place was open to the street, open to the patio. And chickens were just walking into the restaurant and pecking up the nacho crumbs from the floor. It reminded me a little bit of being in uh, Rodino in Italy, where we were in November, and at my favorite restaurant in Italy, which is Uri, 
and they had the cat in the dining room. And I thought, how wonderful is that to have a cat in the dining room? I wish North American restaurants had more of these sorts of staff members, the feral chickens and the cats. But alas, I don't think we are going to see that anytime soon. All right, that is my snapshot of Kauai. I am going to wrap it up there. Remember, as I do my outro, I love to hear from you. So please reach out if you've got a question or comment for the show. Do get in touch with me. You can find me either by emailing me at graham at cheftimony.com or you can follow along on social media, Facebook, X, TikTok, and Instagram. Instagram is where I'm most active. Those are all at Cheftimony. I'm on LinkedIn as well. You'll find me there under my name, Graham McLennan. If you're enjoying the show, please do leave a review. Apple Podcasts is the perfect place to do that. Okay, that is all for now. I am working on episode 69, which is going to be the season five ending episode of Chef Demoni, but it takes a while to put together. As you will hear when it comes out, it's going to have more than one guest interview and it's just a little more complicated to put together and is taking some time but it's going to be fun and not surprisingly it is going to showcase my beloved las vegas until then unless i pop in again with another snack or snapshot episode in the meantime i'm graham mcclennan thank you for joining me and i will see you again soon right here on chef Demoni. Hey, guys, calm down. Dudes. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Enough. Enough. Jeez. Calm down. Coco, don't do it. Coco Bella. Be good.